Talk with Ben Tompkins. What's going on, baby? How's it going? This is Real Talk. I'm Ben Tompkins. These are the mixtape days, and these are straight slaps. Week after week, episode after episode, interview after interview. And you know what? This is a very special interview. I am so thrilled. I am over the moon, happy, and ecstatic to introduce, for the first time ever, Godfather Media's first intern. This is a historic episode. This is like, this is history in the making. This is the first time. Hey, we got a first timer over here. Guys, I'm not even going to waste that much time with this introduction because I cannot wait to introduce my man, Connor Dewey. Connor is a senior at the University of Kentucky, my alma mater, shout out. You know we rep Kentucky Blue on these hoes. And Connor is the very first intern that I've ever hired. And we spend about an hour right here getting to know Connor. We dig deep. Why are you interested in journalism? What are you thinking about in terms of your podcast? What experiences have shaped your worldview? your perspective on life and which directions are you kind of thinking that you want to explore once you graduate. I tell him about the business. I tell him about how hard it is to make some money podcasting. But if you're good and if you stay down and you stay true to yourself and you just put the work in, then you can do it. You can separate yourself from the pack. And yes, the trail is littered with the mediocre attempts of people that did it for a couple episodes and then just said, oh, this is too hard. I want to do something else. But you know what? If your heart's in it and you're doing it for the right reasons, it can take you far. And this is really, I I think anybody that's thinking about journalism or, or especially podcasting, but I think anybody could listen to this and go, wow, this is really informative. This is really helpful for me to hear and understand. It's like, Damn, there is no ladder that you climb in traditional business sense, right? In the traditional business sense where it's like, okay, I'm going to start as an entry-level person and then I'm going to work my way up to this position and then I'm going to go and take the job in Kansas City and then I'm going to bounce here and then there's no ascension plan. It's just, it's entrepreneurship at its finest and I think that's what fascinates me the most. You're doing a little bit of a lot and... It's 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 fun, man. It's fun to start your own thing and be your own boss. And like for all those reasons, like, yeah, that sounds cool, but you know, it's hard, right? But uh it's it's awesome. It's really rewarding. And you know what? Me being at this point where I'm bringing somebody else on and just this happy to have somebody join the team is really a testament to everything that I've been doing over the last year, year and a half almost at this point. And just to think, just to reflect and just to think that (laughs) I I had no idea what I was going to do in May 2020. I was like at the end of the road. I I was thinking that it was curtain time. (laughs) Not proud of that, but that's where I was. And then I said, you know what? No, enough is enough. Okay, stop with the pity party over here. Let's get some shit figured out and let's get this thing back on track. And I mean, head down, grinding, hit the streets, hit the microphones, built my own studio, and then I hired an intern. And I'm really excited because this is cool. 
Connor and I are actually in the car today, headed up to Columbus, where I'm going to be doing the episode of the show, Uber Stories Columbus, part one, this weekend. And Connor's going to be helping me out, shooting some video. We're going to be down in one of the high traffic areas. I don't even know where we're going to set up yet. We'll get there, sight unseen, and then be like, here, this is where we're going to plant our flag. And our flag is actually a table with a tablecloth and the logo, so it looks really official. We're going to have all of our equipment, and we're going to be doing more of the open mic sessions that uh, I debuted on last week's episode. If you missed it, Uber Stories Part 33, it's a banger. I got to talk to some really cool people. I did the open mic sessions down at Waterfront Park and had three people come and sit down, give me some real talk, give me their story. I'm going to be doing a lot more of that this weekend on the Uber Stories Columbus episode. And I'm going to be having some content to put onto YouTube. And Connor's going to be a big part of that. And he's going to be a big part of everything that we do video-wise moving forward. And I'm really, really appreciative and grateful to have him joining the team. And um, I think when you listen to this episode and this interview, you'll get to hear how excited I am for his thing as well. And I, I just, I, I, you know, I, I've always taken a really big pride in mentorship because I know what a big deal my mentors played in my life. I mean, probably saved my life, absolutely changed my life, but probably saved my life in a lot of in a lot of ways. You know, depending on who the person was and at what time we were intersecting. But I, to just to take a young person and to mold them and be like, here, I'm going to show you the way, and maybe I can save you, like walking down a bunch of these other bullshit paths and don't waste your time doing this and like <laughs> that's awesome that's awesome so we really kind of workshop his thing and start to really mold and talk about what his podcast is going to be and we set a launch date actually for hang on one second I'm pulling it up in my calendar September 13th so it was about 3 weeks from when we sat down to tape this, which was earlier this week. And I think he's ready. I think the main thing is just to start and go from there. And, you know, I come on here all the time and I'm like, I don't know what the hell I'm doing at some some of these points, right? Uh, but I do know that I have to start. And I do know that progress is always greater than perfection. So it doesn't matter if it's perfect but the show's got to go on, you know? That light flicks on, you got to go. You got to go, kid. So we're getting him ready. We're getting him geared up, and his thing is going to drop, and I'm really excited. But yeah, there's a lot here on this episode, um, and there's going to be a lot that we're doing. I mean, literally, so like we're, we're staying in a hotel room. I got us a hotel room, you know, double beds, right? So we both have some uh, our own bed and everything, you know? That would be... That would be really getting to know somebody if you shared a king-size bed with them on your first out-of-town trip ever, and you're like, yeah, so separate beds, same hotel room, he's coming over to the condo, and then we're headed up to Columbus, and uh, yeah, man, it's going to be a really fun weekend, I'm excited, and then we'll come back, and then I'll basically, I'm unsure whether or not to, I have enough content for Uber Stories Part 34, what I'm unsure of is whether I want to do Uber Stories Part 34 for next Wednesday's episode or do Columbus Part 1 for next Wednesday's episode 
and then the following week, Columbus Part 2, because I'm going back up after I tape Columbus Part 1, Monday and Tuesday, I'm actually going back up to Columbus, where I'll be there from Wednesday to Sunday of next week, and I'm going to be working Wednesday and Thursday, and then Friday and Saturday, I'm going to be doing Breakaway Festival up there in Columbus. I'm going to see Kygo and Elenium and Griffin and Sam Felt and DJ Pressplay, the dude that mixes all the Friday beers uh, videos and stuff like that. So like, it's going to be a blast. I'm 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 really excited for it. And going solo, going solo, first music festival ever going solo. I do know some people that are going. I will try and link up with them. But you know, my mentality is. There are no such thing as strangers. There's just friends I haven't met yet. That's it. So I'm going to go up there and have a blast. And I just, man, that's going to be a very fun week. And then I'll come back and flip that the following week. So that'll be Uber Stories Columbus Part 2. We'll have more stories from Wednesday and Thursday. And then we'll have Breakaway Festival recap. I got VIP tickets. I mean, I'm, you know, kind of a kind of a seasoned pro at this thing by now. And, um... The following week, I could probably do Uber Stories Part 34, which would be the stories that I've been getting this week. So I think that's probably how we're going to do it. But um, yeah, and then you know what? This is this is pretty nuts. Um, actually, I'm driving back from Columbus on that Sunday. So September 5th, I'm driving back from Columbus. And then later that day, I'm hopping on a plane and flying down to Atlanta and I'm going to watch Louisville and Ole Miss kick off the college football season on Monday on Labor Day. And then uh, I'm flying back from Atlanta on Tuesday. So it's going to be a quick pace. It's going to be a fast stretch. It's a marathon, not a sprint. But as Jimmy Tatro once said, I sprint marathons. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. But we got a lot of content locked and loaded. We're going to have another episode dropping next week that's not Uber Stories Columbus. It's actually an interview that I did with my guy, Jordan Toma, who's a motivational speaker, and he started the business, I'm Just a Kid with an IEP, and he goes around to different schools and talks about what it was like growing up dyslexic and with learning disabilities and being told all the time, Jordan, you're stupid. Jordan, you're dumb. Being made fun of by other kids. And now, jokes on everybody else. You know, he got into college. He tells an incredible story about getting into college, going to college, finishing college. Now he's got three different businesses, and one of them is the motivational speaking. And he's getting flown all over the country to do speaking gigs. And people are booking him left and right. And I'm like, this is my guy right here. I met him on Clubhouse and we were in the same pitch meeting. And then boom, he's on the podcast. So that's going to be next week. I got Connor Dewey today. I have a lot more guests that are coming up. I'm really excited about it. We've really been stepping our guest booking game up lately. And uh, yeah, we're up. We're up. So everybody will, uh, I think, enjoy this also, this last Uber Stories, Uber Stories Part 33 um, I spoke with a lot of people that uh, weren't the open mic sessions. Like we had the open mic sessions, and then we also had stories from people like uh, one of my writers works in law enforcement and has done that for 14 years. He's transferring into Louisville, and I met him and his wife as they were headed to the airport to go back to the western city that he lives in, major western city, and. 
being a police officer, I said, you know, I get a lot of people in the car and I'm always trying to read body language and, you know, I usually have a really good read on people, but what are some things that people can use, things that we can key in on, how do you read body language, like give us some tips. And he gave me a couple of key things that he pays attention to when trying to read somebody's body language and determine whether or not somebody has good or bad intentions. So that was a really good story. Also, a 20-year Special Forces veteran that served dozens of deployments in the Middle East shared his perspective with me on the Taliban regaining control of Afghanistan and whether or not that was inevitable. If we stayed there longer, was it just delaying the inevitable? Do you ever think we'll have stability in the Middle East? And he gives some really enlightening perspective on that. And uh, it's a good episode. So go and check it out. If you're brand new to the show, please leave a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts for the show. Whether you listen to an interview or the Uber stories or you're just like, you just want to check in. Just say, hey, I'm listening. I like this. I'm going to be back next Wednesday and Fridays for interviews. You know, I'm looking forward to going on this ride with you. Hashtag I ride with Biddy T. Thank you, my friends. I ride with you. Okay. I ride with you as well. So please. It takes like two seconds, drop a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts, and I would really appreciate that. And if you're like, hey, Benny T, I don't listen to you on Apple Podcasts, bro. I listen to you on Spotify. Here's what you do, my friends. On Facebook, type in at RealTalkWBennyT, and there's a Facebook page where I put out all all, all the content, and you can go there and leave a rating and a review on that Facebook page. Make sure you also follow that Facebook page as well as the Instagram account for the show at RealTalkWBennyT. And if you'd be so kind to follow me on TikTok and Twitter and my personal Instagram at BennyTomp18. That's where you can see a lot of the writer interviews that we're doing. I actually just today, as of taping this, it's uh, midnight, past midnight, Thursday night, I had... A Louisville legend, the immaculate Mrs. Robbie Bartlett in the car. She is a singer and she's been singing all her life since age nine years old, she told me. And she actually was on her way to the Norton Healthcare's Bourbon and Bowtie event. And she laid down a couple of bars. She did a little uh, cover of At Last by Etta James with me in the car and I got a video of it and I put it up on TikTok and she's actually going to be coming by the studio at some point next month and is going to join the show for an interview. So that was really cool, man. But that's the kind of stuff that we're doing. Um, I'm just sitting on mountains of content. So make sure that you're following it at BennyTomp18 and at RealTalkBennyT and you're coming along for this ride because it's going to be a hell of a ride and it's going to be a hell of a story. Now, without further ado, Please give a warm welcome to my man, Connor Dewey. And now we welcome Godfather Media's newest intern, my guy, Connor Dewey. Connor, what's going on, man? What's going on, man? Good to be here. Glad to finally be a part of this. This is exciting, (laughs) to say the least. (laughs) It is very exciting. It's very exciting. Well, we're about yeah. to embark on a journey that I have no clue where it's going to lead to, but I am so <laughs> glad that you're going to be riding shotgun for at least the next six months. Absolutely. I thought this would probably be a cool way to introduce you to the audience and also 
be able to ask some questions that I'm sure, because we're going to be going on this road trip this weekend, um, and I'm sure we're going to get to talk a lot on the car ride up and back and getting to hang out right. when I'm not working. But I, I'm, I'm just, I thought this would be a cool way to introduce you to everybody and um, kind of get to know more about you as well. So, cool, cool, yeah, I'm excited. Why don't you start with where you're from? Okay, um, I'm from Elizabethtown, Kentucky. It is a, I don't know, I guess you call it relatively small town. Uh, it's just south of Louisville, so pretty close to where you're from. Um, I basically spent my whole life there, went to Elizabethtown High School. Um, now I'm currently in Lexington. I go to UK, which is how I came upon this internship opportunity. Yeah. Um, been in Kentucky my whole life, though, but little bit about me. I do. I love to travel. I love to experience new things. I love to meet new people, which is kind of why I thought this would be a great fit for me because you kind of like to do the same stuff. And Definitely. basically, I, that's the essence of what you do. So I feel like I feel like we're a good match for one another. <laughs> Definitely. It's a good fit. Have you always known that you wanted to be in journalism? No. Uh, whenever I first started school, I came in I, I really, I was young. I didn't didn't know where I wanted to go with it. And I just came in kind of, you know, as a, I just came in, I had a general business degree. I'm pretty sure is what I came in as. I was like, I don't really know where I want to go, but I just, I fooled around with a couple majors and I was like, these kind of suck. And then I finally, I saw journalism and they were like, you get to be on TV. And I was like, well, that seems kind of cool. <laughs> so uh, I started it my, uh, my sophomore year. I started in journalism and here we are. I've been here ever since. Nice. And you're just about to graduate after this semester. Yes. Yes. In December, I got, I had some credits coming out of high school, so I got to finish school one year early. That's awesome. Or one semester early, I should say, not one year. Yeah. Any idea what you want to do after you get done? Uh, well, depending on, I guess, just where, uh, where my road leads me, I would love to, I would love to be in the podcast industry, which is why I was like heavily looking for an internship in this industry. Um, maybe as a solo podcaster, maybe as part of a production crew for a podcast. I'm not really sure like where exactly I'm going to go. Cause I, I'm still trying to figure that out. And me, me and you have talked about this before, but um, I don't know, somewhere in the podcast industry sounds very appealing to me. I want to do something that, you know, I love to do and I like, I like to talk and I like to talk about stuff that I like to do. So I don't know. <laughs> I just, it, it seems kind of fun. <laughs> There's a lot of opportunities in the podcasting industry, certainly for creators and then also for people that end up working in production or there's so many different Absolutely. podcasts now that are getting the same amount of money and sponsorship attention as any of the shows on Amazon or Hulu or Netflix or right. any of these independent content factories that exist online right. and, um, with television networks. And so it's a good time to be in it. And I think the number one thing that I want to make sure that we get by the end of this internship is you to have launched your podcast and for 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 me to have helped you get onto your path and and kind of help you and nudge you along towards that road because that's going to be ultimately how I look at this as a 
as a success or a failure personally and internally is, (laughs) well, did I help him find where he was trying to go or at least eliminate? If we could just eliminate maybe what you don't want to do, sometimes that's the best way is is to figure out what you do want to do is by going, this is definitely something I don't want to do. And put you on that path where I start to find where I want to do, right? Yeah, because just like when you, yeah. it's it's funny. There's a lot of parallels between us, uh, which I think is really cool. But one of the ones that I noticed is when I came into UK, I didn't know that I was going to be a journalism major either. And mm-hmm. similar to you, I had to figure out. Okay, I like sociology, but I'm probably not going to do this long term. So now how can I transition into something that interests me and that I can make some money in and that I think is like a utilization of my best skills. That was journalism for me. And so just like you did, you came in with this general business degree and you were like, okay, I'm kind of interested in this, but actually now that I'm doing it, I'm figuring out, you know what, this is cool, but this maybe isn't for me. I'm going to go and try this thing out. I think that's the best way to learn is just by taking chances and taking risks and eliminating experience. Yeah. For sure. Right. So we've got, I say six months, it's less than six months, um, probably about four or five months, right? But right. Um, yeah, I think it's really cool. And one thing that I had uh, written about was the fact that when I was in your shoes, I was like, I can't wait to get this internship. I, I'm going to annoy the fuck out of this person to make sure that I <laughs> lock it down. Like, I was totally that guy, right? Um, but it worked right. out. It worked out. And uh, now me and all the people that I worked under, we laugh about it, right? But um, right. <laughs> you came in and your passion was immediately noticeable. And it was like, okay, here's somebody that's actually going for it. Like this kid's going for it. And I respect that. I admire that. And so it's funny to be on the other side of it because I had done this so much. And so now to be hiring an intern and have you on the team is like, wow, this is really a full circle moment. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool. Right. Right. So I'm happy. I'm very excited. Yeah. Yeah. When I jumped on that call with you, I was like, I was like, I, this is the one, like I, I, I got to I got to convince him. I think this is it right here. <laughs> oh man, I love that. Yeah. Well, okay, so let's uh let's take it back, I guess. Let's talk about some of the things that interest you the most about podcasting and let's talk about what you are thinking about in terms of what will my show look like and if I said Connor, we're going to start your podcast tomorrow, what are some of the things that listeners could tune in and hear? Well, first off, I'll answer your first thing. What interests me really about podcasts? Well, one, I feel like they're relatively new uh, podcasts. I don't think they've been around for more than probably five, six years, even if even that. And I kind of like the whole aspect of like, this is an industry where the the field hasn't been totally set. Like there, you could see new things come out and, totally change the way things work. And I kind of like that, like in an industry, like it's not like corporate America where it's like, we've done it for this way for a hundred years and we're going to keep doing it for a hundred more. I I like, I like, uh, I'm spontaneous. I'm very, uh, like on Monday, you asked me if I wanted to go to Columbus. I said, hell yeah, let's go. (laughs) Like, let's do it. But I just, I like that aspect of it. I like being able to, uh, just like one day wake up and be like, Hey, we're going to 
Minneapolis one. I don't even know. I, I just like the aspect of it that's like it's on your own and I control my fate, but it's also it's like an ever changing industry because it's so new to to our world, really. But um, personally, for my podcast, um, me and you again, we've talked about this. Uh, I I'm trying to drill down where like what I would talk about, what I would what interests me, but what what all what people would also like to listen to from me. Um, and I feel like one of those things, especially this last year with COVID is like people have been pent up in their houses and I love to travel. I love to see new places. I love to talk to new people. And I want to share those experiences. I, I spent this last summer traveling for two months out of a camper van. Hmm. I, um, and I feel like not a lot of people get the opportunity to do that kind of thing. So I feel like for me to be able to share my experiences, talk about the people I've seen, the stories I've heard, the like it's, I don't know. I feel like I have a unique perspective and I want people to, to hear that perspective. And I feel like, um, I don't know. I can, I, the way I want to go is like I said earlier, I'm spontaneous. I, my main idea I've been kind of thinking about here lately is what if I like, I pick up a new thing each episode, kind of like, like a jack of all traits, but master of none type of deal. Like each episode, like each episode I go in and I'm like, I'm going to learn how to shoot. I don't even know. Like it could be anything. I'm, I'm a competitive person. I love sports and I love traveling. So like if I could find a way to incorporate the me learning a new skill, I guess you could say. Yeah. And then my experience of doing that and then telling people about that. I don't know. I think that sounds pretty cool, but I can't even think of an example right now. I'm just, I'm on the spot, but <laughs> <laughs> like we go to Nebraska and then you learn how to huck corn or shuck corn or whatever the hell is. Right. Right. Just, right. Yeah. 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 Or like I go to, we go to, I don't even know, like what's like, you go to Florida and you scuba. I don't know, like just stuff like that. Like something that's like indige indigenous to an area, like like the local people treat this, like this is this is our thing. And then I get to come in and learn that from the locals. I feel like that would be something that's really cool because it incorporates traveling as well as me meeting new people and learning how to do new things. So I feel like it's kind of a conglomeration of what I enjoy to do in my life. I think that's cool too because I love the thought and this notion of constantly learning everywhere that you right. go. I think that's a really cool right. thing. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I I I've been kind of thinking about that this past week, and I was going to tell you about that this weekend, but nice. I'll just spill the beans here. <laughs> Boom! This is what we do. <laughs> right. What do you think makes your perspective unique? I mean, what experiences do you think shaped you in a way that? comes across when you do interviews or when you do your podcast and what do you think shaped you to create this experience that or this perspective that you're ready to share with the rest of the world um i'd say it's unique because of how young i am with all the things i've done i feel like I, like i'm very privileged to have been in the spot where i am in my life and to have done the things that i've done and i feel like in 2021 a lot of people have a lot of different perspectives and i feel like everyone kind of expects people that are older and they've had more time to travel to be the ones to talk about it but i'm i'm 21 about to turn 22 in september and i've already been to more than half of the country and i've seen millions of people along the way 
And I feel like having that young perspective, being able to like relate to the life of a college student, but also being out there in the world and seeing new things that I, I know a lot of people haven't seen. And I just feel like having that, that angle of being younger, but also being very well traveled. I feel like that's kind of a, a cool niche in that, that department. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I think, I think people can learn, you know, it's like, I'm never, I've always rejected this notion that just because somebody's younger than you doesn't mean that you can't learn from them or doesn't mean that their criticism or their feedback is valid. I had a guy who asked me, this is just like weeks ago. And I was like, kind of giving him some feedback about what a poor job he was doing communicating in, uh, in a, in a dealing that we had. And when he received that feedback, the thing that he came back with was, how old are you? He asked me that. Right. And I was like, like wow. Yeah, acting like your age determines your, your knowledge or anything of that sort. Like, right. That's, yeah. that's, that, to, to do that and to say that is just to dismiss anybody that's younger than you and say, you know what? Right. Hey, pat you on the head. Like, you don't know what you're talking <laughs> about, kid. You're cute, but go sit over here at the kitty right. table. It's like, <laughs> hey, fuck off, man. Right. You know, it's like... Dude, yeah, no. Come on now. But if you are, I mean, and that's that's the coolest thing about, and I think that's how I think that's the best way to learn about the world and about people is to get out of the bubble that has always been familiar to you. And and like you hear people exactly. talk all the time about breaking out of the comfort zone, right? And the fact right. that you're doing that at such a young age, no matter what you do in life, is really setting you up for a yeah, it's it's creating the blueprint and the foundation of that unique perspective so that if right. somebody calls and says, hey, Connor, can you move to Montana in four weeks? You're like, yeah, cool, because I've picked up and moved before and I've had to go and meet right. new people in a new place before. And like, I think that stuff is really well equipping you for whatever you do in life. Exactly, exactly. What are your favorite? Okay, wait. I want to ask you about this road trip that you said that you took. Tell me about that. Okay. Well, so my uh, it was me and my girlfriend and our dog, but uh, we um. Wait, what's the dog's she name? Graduated. Yeti. Yeti's the dog's name. He's four <laughs> years old. <laughs> nice. Okay, okay. Yeah. He um. Okay, so we uh, she graduated from UK this last semester uh in May, and we were kind of just thinking like. Like, what do we want to do? Like last, so the summer before I'll start, I'll start off by saying this, the summer before she took her internship in Denver, Colorado. Mm. And so for the summer, we picked up and moved to Denver and lived out there for, I think we lived there from end of May to like the middle of August last year. So we had already had some experience like leaving town and kind of being away from family. And then while we were out there, we also like, we went to Moab, Utah. We went to Albuquerque, New Mexico. We went to all over Colorado, pretty much. So we had already had like our introduction to travel. And that's how we knew like, we, we fell in love with it immediately. And then we were kind of thinking this summer, we were like, well, how do we? Uh, how do we like, elaborate upon that? How do we go further? And um, it just so happened that my girlfriend's mom, she had a camper van, and we were like, well, let's go take it. And we'll, we'll make it happen. So we left. Um, in the beginning of June this year and we went 
up north. So if you're leaving from Kentucky, you went to like Indiana, Illinois, and then I have family in Iowa. So we stayed there. And then from there, we basically just went way far west, went up to our whole goal, though, was to hit the national parks. That's really like like one of the things closest that I like I really am passionate about is like traveling and seeing nature for what it is. And I know you're kind of the same way. I have oh, yeah. listened to some of your episodes when you're talking about that. But um, so over the course of the summer, we went to 10 different national parks. Um we went through North Dakota, hit Theodore Roosevelt, went to Montana, hit Glacier, mm. which like if you haven't been there is it speaks for itself. If you if you haven't been, you, you need to go. It's pretty awesome. But uh, and then we went down to Yellowstone, Tetons, did did all that. And I basically just went through the ringer of national parks, Colorado, hit them all. Um, Utah went back there and. It was incredibly hot, but, and then we came back through South Dakota, hit the national parks there, and then finally came back home. So it was all in all, it was two months of being on the road. And that is also when you have a camper behind you, it is, I will tell you, it is an experience that I don't think there's anything that replicates it because we, it wasn't like we're in like a sprinter van where it's everything is combined, combined into one space. It's like you have a car and then you have a trailer. So Instead of me, I, I'd never driven a car probably over 15 feet. I'm pulling, we're probably about 35 feet with this camper behind us. So oh you're having God. to adjust to like, like basically it's like I'm a, I'm a semi and I've never, and I've never <laughs> had that experience before. So you talk about learning on the fly. Like you had to, like once you're out there, I mean, it was us, us and our dog. So we kind of had to just figure it out. So there's some days where you'd wake up and you don't even know where you're going to sleep that night. You're like, what campground am I going to book? I have no idea. So I don't know. It's just, but that like that level of being spontaneous and not knowing what your day is going to include is really exciting. And I really like, I live for that. Like I, I love that. And then you get to go on these crazy hikes that like I think we did like a 14 mile hike and you're like tucked in the mountains in the Rocky mountains. I mean, if you've never been, it's, it's crazy the whole way down, like from glacier to Rocky mountain to the Tetons, like it's everything is, it's just so beautiful. But, uh, yeah, I just I, I love that. I don't know. It was it was I, I would say it's it was like a life changing experience for me, though, like doing that and spending all that time where it was just us secluded from everything, from everyone. Sometimes you don't even have service for three, four or five days and you just have to you just live like you're just living life. You eat food, go hike, come back, repeat. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I love awesome. it. Yeah, it and you awesome. know what? When you're with the person that you're destined to share that with, you don't even need cell phone service for anybody else. No, you don't. You don't. And that, that's like, and that was another thing. Like, we really did. We grew really close over the course of it. Because I mean, you have to. I mean, when you're with someone for two months, literally confined, com- like confined into a 15 foot space. I mean, it's very, yeah, it's eye opening. But it's it it was really awesome. I wouldn't change it for the world. Yeah, can you imagine these relationships where the couples act like each other doesn't like poop and stuff? <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, "Here, honey, here's exactly, the poop shovel." <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah, dude, that's awesome. Where? Uh, what was your favorite park that you guys went to? Do you have a favorite? Uh, we, we kind of narrowed it down to three and me and her, we agree. Like we love the mountains, but I don't know if I'd live there. I, I, I enjoy visiting them. It's like the beach for me kind of, but, uh, I'd say my favorites, we had to narrow down to three. It was Glacier, 
which like obviously like I don't, it's it's hard to beat. But uh, and then Rocky Mountain National Park in Colorado, that's that's an amazing one. And then Grand Tetons, all of which are kind of like similar in their own aspects. Like they're huge mountains that like the sun rises on them, and it just like you, you've never seen anything like it. But uh, that's also where I think we got out there the most, and we got to see like the backcountry of the park the most. Like we got to hike a lot there, so it was really cool. You get to see like the most wildlife there, so that was really awesome. But uh, I'd say if I had to pick a favorite, uh, probably Rocky Mountain National Park. I mean, that one I'd been there before, but really getting to spend uh, we got we got to spend we spent five days there this last trip and before I'd only been there for one day. So I, I kind of just got, and I think you've been there too, right? Yeah. Pretty recently. Yeah. Yeah. We, uh, so we went there last summer when we were there, we went there for one day and we just kind of got to see the park just like generally. And then, uh, this time we really got to, like, we camped right outside the park. Like we were right there, right beside it. And then, I mean, every day we went in at like 7am and got to, got to work, you know, that's awesome. <laughs> Yeah, we it went. Was incredible. I got to go with my girlfriend. We I flew out, and um, we got to spend a couple of days, like maybe two days, in Rocky Mountain, and did a did a long hike. And yeah, I woke up, and um, we didn't have a camper. We just have a tent. She's got a tent that we just right put up on the ground. And but that thing that you're talking about, where you don't know where you're going to end up. You don't know where you're, you're, you're going to lay your head down at night. You know you're going to be fucking exhausted and it's going to feel good. Right. <laughs> but you're like, right. I'll book it as I go. That's a really cool right. thing to wake up and just be like, well, what do we want to do today? Anything we want, you know? Exactly. And that's a cool perspective to have because like, and that was a thing, like going into this summer, we had, we had maybe the first week planned out. And then after that, it was like, well, it's free game from there, so let's just we'll we'll figure it out as we go, and it worked. It, I mean, we never never had to sleep in a Walmart parking lot. We never uh, that's what's never up. had to stoop really low. I mean, we it it was awesome. It was awesome. It truly was. I've also done the Tetons, but I've never done Glacier. That's on my bucket list for sure. Yeah, and that's like I don't think you realize like how far up there. Which have you ever been to Montana at all? I don't think so. Um, like they, because yeah, they say so. everything in Montana. They say everything in Montana is bigger, and that is not a lie. Like, <laughs> like you, it's like you're driving across the whole state, and it's like rolling hills. But instead of hills, it's like rolling mountains. But it's like, like then there's mountains in the background that are like huge. But it's like the whole state. You're just up and down, up and down. <laughs> and it's like, I mean, it's glacier touches Canada. Like it, like sh- shares the border with Canada. So I mean, it's it's way up there. Damn way up there (laughs) nice yeah but it was awesome it was awesome and what did you learn through that what 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 was your main takeaway i guess from being two months on the road and i'm just i'm sure that if you i don't know if you journal or if you keep track of your thoughts or or in any way but like going through that have you ever looked back at those notes or, or revisited those thoughts that you had while you were making your way across the country Oh, absolutely. Um, I mean, there's a lot of takeaways. I mean, some of the people, like, I feel like it's very eye-opening and especially in like, I feel like in more recent years, like the U S has become very polarized in opinions and thoughts, but whenever, 
whenever we were out there on trails, we would come across people and there's no ill intent by anybody out there. Everyone's so nice. And it's like, I don't know if it's because we're all out in nature or it's because of the, the type of people that go out on the trails and do that kind of stuff. But we like, we never had a bad interaction with anybody. And I, I personally, I kind of think back on that and I'm like, like, why is that? Like, why isn't that like an everyday thing in my everyday life? Why is it just when I'm on the road or when I'm in a new place? And I have no idea who these people are. I don't know anybody, but just getting to meet some of the people. And I mean, you hear their stories and you're like, this is crazy. Like, like you're all the way out here and you're from Florida. Like, I, I don't know. There's just like certain, certain scenarios that like you really start to think about and everyone is just so kind to one another. And they're so like, they all share the same kind of like, I guess like love for nature. So I guess that they kind of have a common like ground to stand on, but that was something that was really cool. But also I feel like my own personal takeaway was the whole like independence of it all. Like I, like that's like freedom. That's like being able to travel for two months out of a camper and live basically off grid whenever I wanted to, that's like the ultimate freedom and being able to live that is, I don't know. It's like, it's, it's life-changing. I keep saying that, but it's, it's, it truly was life-changing. Like it changes your perspective. Like I don't, like I'm, I was, I was never worried about really anything. Like, and I told you there was days where I woke up and I didn't even know where I was going to sleep that night, but I never worried. It was just like a sense of freedom that I don't feel like you would get just in your everyday life. I don't know. It was very, very cool to, to say the least, I guess. I think you're onto something too with the people that you meet that are doing these similar trips and that are out on these trails is like you're intersecting with somebody who's also doing the same thing as you. And they're probably also searching for something either within themselves or from the world or they're out there for the same reasons most of the time, you know, and it's, you don't really meet a lot of miserable people that are doing something as simple as walking around and being like, wow, what a beautiful world we live in, you know? Right, exactly, exactly. You're hard pressed to meet the person that's not having a good time when they're doing that. Yeah, like if you talk to say like, how can you be upset right now? Like, how can you be mad at anything? I mean, <laughs> this look around, like it'll it'll change your mind. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> one of the first, one of the first times that we ever went out on uh, on one of our big trips, my girlfriend and I, um, I was like in the midst of taking my life in a totally different direction, and. We went on this trip out west, and we went to the Grand Canyon, and we ended up seeing a couple other places on our way back, but uh, we did a road trip, and I remember one of the days being in the car, and she was driving, and I was just sitting in the front seat, I mean, and I just stared at the phone and was working on stuff and like writing down kind of like a roadmap for what I wanted to take the show in and my life in. This is like right around June, I think, of, of 2020. And at some point, okay. she was just like, hey, be here. Like, we're going to take your phone. Okay, finish up what you're doing. I'm so <laughs> glad that you feel like you're getting this stuff done. But once you're done, you let me know. And we're locking that phone up in the glove compartment box. And that's it. You're done. 
right no more technology right. <laughs> and i was like okay yeah 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 but now when i go when i go out with her it's like that's the thing i look forward to the most is i've got my person i'm going to put my phone on airplane mode i don't give a fuck what's going on i'm putting this phone in the glove right. box and I will deal with whatever I'm going to deal with later on. But for right now, I just, I want to be off the grid and I want to be with this person. You're in the moment. And, You're present. Yeah. Yeah. That's important. Right. And I think that's, that, that's very important. It's very important to like, and I, I had to, there was sometimes I, I drove a lot this summer, but there was times when my girlfriend was driving kind of the same scenario. And I'm like, like instead of looking at my phone, looking at social media, whatever is going on in the world, I just need to like look around me. Like it's, I mean, it's crazy. It's crazy, and I I need to focus on being here instead of on there. And I feel like there's a power to that. Yeah. Be here now. Right. Very powerful. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm already thinking about like when are we gonna get to all road trip together it sounds like the four of us are i don't know be, dude let's know, do it though let's do it i know i haven't been i haven't been further west than i think it's either moab or mont or glacier there i don't know where the map lines up but i haven't been west of that so i'm i'm waiting to get out to cali dude nice. <laughs> yeah it's a it's a great place um you move there and uh the three W's are, are the reason that people move there. The women, weed, and weather. So wherever you fall on all three of those, you know, uh, it's it's a great right, place. Right. It's a great place. Uh, and again, like another place where you'll, it's it's tough to find. It's big enough that you'll find them. But like for the most part, most of the people who are living in California, are, they've got it pretty good. I mean, the weather all year right. round is is pretty great. So stellar. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's a good place. Um, there's parts of Washington. I've been to Seattle. I've been to Vancouver, but I've never been to parts of Oregon and and other parts of Washington. So, um, Mount Olympus or Olympic or Olympia, whatever that that's terrible. Olympia, yeah, yeah, Olympia. yeah. Been there, saw that, but there's so many parts of just I don't know the trees in that region of the world just are like my Crazy. favorite things. Yeah, yeah, dude, those are my favorite. Crazy. I've only seen them in pictures, but I know they're crazy. I, I know they are. <laughs> yeah. So, and I like that. I, I like, I love still getting to hike here around Kentucky and kind of in some parts of Indiana, but, um, you know, Daniel Boone National Forest is cool, but I like, uh, I like that pine needle on the ground, tall and skinny tree oh, yeah. feeling like, I don't they're know. They're like 200 feet high. They're just straight yeah. up in the air. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, that's really cool to me. So, yeah, man, I think it's funny. It's like uh, you'll look at things that happen and it's like, why was I connected with this person? Why did I meet this person? And the more that we talk, it just feels more of like, oh, this was something that was meant to happen. You know, I don't know what you believe right. in in terms of like God or, or predestined things, but um I don't know. I'm very, I'm very spiritual in that sense, and I just feel like we're kindred Absolutely. spirits. The more that we talk, and I'm, I'm just really excited to get to kind of I, go I on this journey. I think so too. I, that's why I'm so excited, and that's why I knew right away. Like, and especially after I listened to an episode of the podcast, I was like, "This dude is saying what, like, what I'm thinking." I just, I don't know. Like, <laughs> and I listen to the scenarios, and I'm like, "Like, it, that is real talk," and that's the name of it. I mean, it's it's very fitting. Yeah. Um. One of the things we also, my girlfriend and I talked about was 
Because at some point when I was going through some issues with the car, I was like, how could I maybe make this a more sustainable thing and be less dependent on this? And I think one thing that um, would be really cool is you meet people who are on these trips. Like you meet people that save up for six months or 12 months or a year, two years, whatever, and then finally go on this trip. And then like when you're intersecting with those people who are also traveling and kind of searching for something, those are really good people to talk to. Those are people who are putting themselves in a situation where they're, they're isolating from the noise of the world and they're going to disconnect and they're also looking within themselves. And I, I always admire people that do that. And, um, starting some kind of a podcast where maybe it was like I'll work at the parks or I will have a service that I'm taking people to and from the airport to the parks and then maybe I've got like an hour in the car with somebody or however long it takes to get from the small regional airport to the the desolate national park place. Yeah. And then talking to that person, I think that would be a cool thing. So there's... Mm-hmm. There's definitely ideas. Yeah, I like that idea. Yeah, there's definitely ideas that we're gonna. And I feel like there's multiple ways you can you can take you can take that in multiple directions. Uh, yeah. So. Yeah. So maybe as we continue to kind of hone what your podcast is going to be and um, how feasible it would be to do something like that, maybe not right off the bat, but dude, I mean, think about if you got a job working at a national park and you were the guy that was shuttling people to and from the property to the airport or or wherever they're going to go or even fucking you buy your own camper and you're taking people on your own like chartering your own tour right but then (laughs) right the stories are all about the people that are going along for that ride with you and then also the listener exactly you know the listeners going on that ride with you so exactly yeah and another thing is those people that are like you were t- talking about those people like either finding themselves or they've been saving up like this is like this is it's big to them and it like it gives them the opportunity to tell their story. But those people, they aren't living in their comfort zone either. And I feel like a lot of people in today's world, they get in this like comfort zone and they just kind of follow the the flow of stuff. Whereas like these people are like they're taking a risk, you know what I mean? And they're like, they're living their life to the fullest that they believe it is. And I feel like there's, that's something that needs to be talked about more. And I feel like COVID really has opened people's eyes because people are realizing, Hey, I, maybe I do need to get out more. I don't need to stay pent up in the house or I don't need to, I I need more vacation time from work or I need, like, I, I need that for myself and I need that disconnect from, from my normal day to day, just so I can, feel rejuvenated and i feel like that's something that needs to be talked about a lot more yeah man i mean i think covid for a lot of reasons obviously sucked and was very unfortunate and um i was lucky that i didn't really i didn't really lose anybody that i was close with to covid or or i wasn't really strongly affected by it but for me i think it 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 really put into perspective am i doing the thing that i want to be doing like Look how quickly right. things can change. And am I seeing the people that I want to be seeing? Am I surrounding myself with people that I want to be seeing? Like, who could I stand to lose? Who do I need to see more of? Um, exactly. And, and and then, yeah, that fulfillment is like... And it's almost... It's stupid because it's it's one of those things where 
if you didn't have any plans to go anywhere, like let's say realistically COVID really didn't change much of your lifestyle. If you're somebody that already worked from home or maybe right. you maybe you go to the office, but you really don't do much outside of work. You just come straight home. But then it's like once that right. privilege of being able to go out in public is taken away, then it's like, oh, wait a second. Now I miss the thing that, that, that I took <laughs> exactly. for granted, right? And I think a lot exactly. of people were sitting around like, dude, my life lacks fulfillment. Now that I'm forced to sit here right. with these thoughts and actually think about this meaningfully, um, I'm kind of feeling unfulfilled maybe it's time to make a change and i and i right yeah i i hope that people did follow through with all the things and promises that they told themselves before it was all done the quarantine but exactly. um i'm sure some people kind of slid back into that role of just what's comfortable and what's the norm and yeah i'm i'm definitely somebody that um kind of operates on the fringes of you know, the social norms and, and kind of like, I'm going to buck this Absolutely. trend of the nine to five in order to kind of pursue. Exactly. Cause, and, and I'm, I'm sure you probably can relate to this too, is like, I've got one life and I don't want to wait to do all this cool shit until I'm like 50 and my body hurts, you know, right. I'm, I'm 29, my body hurts already. Like I'm ready to go and do this stuff. And, and, and <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. As you're just about to finish don't up waste school. waste a minute of it. Yeah. Why would you, why would you? Right. That's the way I see it. That's why I'm like, like I'm faced with this option to take this trip and I'm like, I'm going to do that 10 out of 10 times and I'm never going to turn back and I'm never going to change my mind. So like, I'm, I'm going to do like, you just said it, the, the whole nine to five thing. Like I couldn't agree more. Um, I don't think trading nine to five, five days a week for two days on the weekend is, it doesn't seem right to me personally. So I want to, create my own pathway to still still doing the work and still putting in all the hard work that you need to do but also it's just it's not in the same i'm not going to go work for this business and be told what to do constantly by someone ahead of me you know what i mean yeah for what for what you know it's like we work these businesses right. and a lot of times people get into these industries and then the only way to progress is through management. And it's like, who wants to die right. in middle management? Like, no, <laughs> right. Exactly. You know, no offense to any middle, middle managers out there, but <laughs> no, no, uh, no offense at all. Yeah. I just, but, but it's different. It's different. Um, it's just different life paths. It's different things that we value. Now, I don't know exactly. where you would fall on this one, but when people tell me about the office, Okay, first of all, do you like The Office? The show? Yeah. Yeah, I like it. I, fi I finished it. I've watched it all the way through. How do you feel about it? <laughs> okay, I, I've never I've never watched more than three episodes of The Office. And okay. I think my resistance to it and the reason that I push back against it, I'm not saying it's not funny. I'm not saying that I don't like a ton of the actors and actresses that are in it. But my thing is I never, ever want to relate to anything on that show. Uh, absolutely i couldn't agree more like you don't that that's not the life that you want to live or i want to live <laughs> i don't i don't want to laugh at these stupid office jokes and these little like oh dude but have you seen the chili episode i'm like i don't care i don't care <laughs> no, this is gonna make people mad but i just like 
but for me personally, like I would, I would absolutely be miserable. And you know, I've done, I did sales jobs. I was in the field. I, I did the work from home thing. Like I did the traditional nine to five after I got done with school. And I just realized, you know, if it's not something that makes me want to be here, then it's probably not for me. Like if I'm literally about right. to like be like, dude, if am I like, am I good on the whole life experience? Like if I'm ready to check out, I'm like, if I'm doing something that makes me feel that way, then I probably need to do something else. And make a change and some people they never do that you know they'll stick in that job right. and um they follow the path they just they just they never think oh i could do that for myself or i can make that change for myself yeah and i it's as simple as saying that you can like i i can make that change and i i that's the way i want my life to be and like when it when it's all said and done can i look back and say i did i did what i wanted to do and i lived life the way i wanted to live it instead of the way that maybe everyone else has lived it or the way that it was supposed to be done, you know? Right. Like, like we're like, we're like having to follow this path. Like you go to school, you go to college, you get married, have kids, that's it. But like, why can't, like you can step away from that and and live your happiest life. And that might be it. That might, that might be your, your ideal life. Like if you want to go to school, get a job, get married, have kids that that, to some people that is living life, but not to everybody, right? Right. Yeah, and you know, I think, you know, it's like, I hope what I'm doing now becomes the thing that is a very sustainable lifestyle and career path for me and takes off. And I think if anybody that gets into podcasting, it's like there's a really big chance that it might not work out, right? Right. And I think if you know that going in, that this is something that it's it's hard to do and it's a unique path there really is no unlike other industries where people go to school they get a degree they go and take this entry level job and then they work their way up this ladder with what right. both you and I are interested in doing there really is no prescribed path that we can take or exactly. uh, reference right but i think right. i think Going into it knowing that and just knowing that um, by the end of it, if you were in it for the right reasons, even if it doesn't pan out ultimately, you're going to get out of that experience everything that you probably hoped to, okay? Might not might not make you rich, but it'll make you rich in life and rich in experience and rich in stories because start to finish if you go and you live that life where you're seeking out opportunities and things that feel right to you and authentic to you, then right. who's who's to say that by the end of it, in 20 years, you look back and go, you know, I really wish that I had done something different. Like, no, because chances are you're going to be doing the things that you wanted to do. Now, it gets exactly. it gets tough when you're like five and ten years removed from college and you've got friends who are already making six figures and buying these houses and second properties and these exotic <laughs> places. You're just like, fuck, am I doing it wrong? But you know, I, I think I tend to believe, and maybe this is naive, and maybe my worldview will change on this, but it hasn't yet. It's it's tried to knock me off this path, okay? <laughs> but I, I will keep this optimism is that I think by the end of it, life tends to reward the people who take risks 
that buck those trends, that go for things that make sense for them. And it's it takes work. You really got to work at finding that niche and that intersection of I'm good at this, but this is also a good viable business opportunity or this is something right. that I can make money in and make a sustainable career out of. So it's tough to find that intersection. But if you do, and if you stay down for this life, then it can really pan out. And then who's to say in Absolutely. 30 or 40 years when you've got these sponsors or you're living this dope-ass lifestyle and you're living your best life and your friends are looking at you and they've got all this money, okay, they might have more money, but you're looking at them like... They're not as happy. They're not as happy and they're not as fulfilled. And they would trade all of those material things in for the life that you've been living. And at the end of it, they're going right. to look at you and be like, damn, he did it right. Right. Exactly. And it's like, like, what's life worth if you're not living it for the experiences that it provides? Like, that's that's kind of like the point of it. Like, what's your story look like when it's all said and done? What did you do that was like, I can say like, I did this because it made me happy. And that, that enough, that's enough for me, right? Like, like the money, if the money comes, that's awesome. That's like, that's the benefit of it. But right, right. just being able to, <clears throat> just being able to do it and experience it and tell those stories to my family or my friends or anybody like that. That's what it's all about. That's like the people you meet, like, yeah, it feels good on the inside to meet somebody and I can call them my friend, but like, I don't know. Like that's, that's what it's all about. The people you meet, the, the connection you make with people and the experiences you have. That's, that's really the essence of it, in my opinion. I agree. Thousand percent. Yeah. Yeah, man. I, <laughs> we're on the same <laughs> vibe with a lot of this stuff, which is. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Good. I do too. I do too. Yeah. I just, I don't know something about, you know, things are, it's like, I, I, even now, you know, even now, like I'll think I just need to save up this money and then I'll get this thing and then I'll have this thing and then life's going to be great. But then you get the thing and then it's like, wait a second. It's not everything you'd hope for. Yeah. It's, it loses its shininess and then it's just another thing that right. you own. It's like, right. I don't know. I'd rather own memories. I'd rather own experiences. Absolutely. Yeah. So, and I think, um, another big part of it is just, you see, like, I guess getting back to there being no prescribed path to, to really what we're doing, right. Is like, I mm -hmm. think, I think with what I'm doing now, it, it can get to that point and I can elevate it to that point where all it takes is that one moment that it gets in front of like a podcast network and then somebody picks it up and says right. we really like this and look like this kid's been doing this now on his own for a year two years three years and then boom your life can change overnight but you have to have been putting just like in, that yeah but you but you have to have been putting in that work to get to that point so that when you you intersect with like um like all your hard work and your preparation intersects with that opportunity then you're ready to bust through that door Right. Exactly. And I think that um, I'm kind of losing my train of thought here, <laughs> but I'm just no, I, you're good. <laughs> I, th I think that I think that going down those paths is important because it can it, it it can change. OK, here's where we're at is 
they're not being a prescribed path. So I, I think this concept right here could get there. But let's say in for whatever reason, it just doesn't. And in two more years after this, I start to go, okay, you know what? I really tried this. I put everything that I had into it, but it's it's just not working out the way that I wanted to at that point. I would be totally open to going and living at one of these national parks and still still doing a podcast and a show that's about the people that I meet along this journey because really that's right. that's what I'm doing when I do the show is like this show is about people and their stories. And exactly. You see these accounts like Humans of New York, you see these books that are written, you see these movies that are done, these documentaries profiling people and it's like look at the person that's putting that together. Look at the director, look at the person that's hosting it, look at the 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 writer or whoever it is and what was their path to get there? Like how long did they have to do whatever they did? in order to get to that point where finally at 40 years old or 35 or 50 years old, the thing that they had been doing was finally meeting that Worked intersection out. of opportunity and hard work and preparation so that when when their Absolutely. moment came, they were ready, they owned it, and then all the work that they, they had been putting in finally took off. And I just, I really hope that my life hits that moment and that if you decide to go down this path, that your life also hits that moment where everything that you've put into this, because you're going to put your soul into this, you're going to put all your energy and time into this and your focus, and you're going to be creating something that is really cool to you. And right. hopefully it's cool to other people and, and it catches on and makes you money, right? Exactly. Because at the end of the day, it's like, yeah, um, you said it and you hit on it, but um, do what you love, the money will follow. You know, and right. and hopefully, hopefully you're good enough at it. And you know, there is something to be said about starting to go down some of these paths and then eliminating what isn't for you. Like I, you know, when I got done with school, I didn't want to go straight into this because I kind of wanted to go and live those experiences out in California and work in sales and and kind of get, uh, you know. I lived out there for three years and I had people who I graduated with that did MBA programs and I was like, you know what, that's cool and they have a degree, but I basically had this MBA in real life where I went and lived out in the Bay right. Area and like right. did it on a on a on a big scale, right? And then came back and started doing sports radio and I thought that was gonna be the thing that I stayed in for forever. I was like well, this is right. what I studied in school. I, I love college football. Yeah, I love these other sports too, but college football is really like my my biggest my biggest thing. And then I got done with college football and I had sold I had sold this show and like I was like, all right, well, cool. Now college football season's over. Now can I do a college basketball show by myself? I don't know. And like I just right. I started to realize that sports radio probably wasn't that thing for me but but if you had asked me at the beginning of it i would have been like yeah this is the thing that i'm going to stay Absolutely. down for for 20 or 30 years you know but going down that path ultimately led me to this one that i'm on now and it brought me closer to where i feel like i'm supposed to be like i feel way more aligned right. with the universe and what it has in store for me now than i did when i was doing the sports radio thing so um and you know again it's like i hope that I am in the right place and it's just an it's just a matter of like like chopping down a tree right you, you're getting there you never right. know which one is going to be the one that makes that thing go timber but um I think exactly. if you 
if you have that mentality that you're not going to stop swinging that axe until you finally knock it down, like you can knock it down right. and you can you can really live your best life and get paid to do it. Because at the end of the day, we all want to exactly. make some money. Right. And that's the beauty of it. Being able to live your life and get paid to do it at the same time. That's Yeah. <laughs> and then, all you know, what happens is all the people that, that, that were all like, oh, man, you should take this job as this recruiter. Or, hey, I've got to know somebody in sales. Then, like, um, they get to that point and they're like, wow, you know, I knew you could do it. And, God, I, would, I, I want your life so bad. It's so cool. And it's right. like, remember when you were shitting on me 10 years ago in that bar? <laughs> like, exactly. Yeah. For, for doing what I wanted to do instead of, yeah, exactly. You're exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the hill that I'm going to die on anyway. I, I'm right there with you. I'll stand next to you. <laughs> we trenched up, baby. We trenched up. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. All right. Let's bring this back to you and let's spend a little bit of time, I guess the last little bit of this, talking about some of your realist talk. What are some of the things that you believe about life or about people? If you were going to write like the Ten Commandments of Connor Dewey, what do you think would be some of the things that you stress and that are important to you or advice you would give to anybody. Just give me some real talk. Number one, first and foremost for me is just live your life. You know what I mean? Just live your life to the fullest, live your life to the fullest and your own, like you're the, the fullest life might not be, it's not a cookie cutter thing for every single person. Every person's different. So do what you love and don't let anyone tell you different. Like that's, like what you like is what you like and that's okay. So that'd probably be my first thing is just live your life to the fullest and be undeterred by anybody. Um, and another is be kind to people. Just, I feel like that, that really needs to be said in today's world is just have some compassion for people. Like don't always just live your life like, yes, live your life to the fullest, do what you want to do, but also let other people do the same thing. Like, don't say like, oh, I'm doing it this way. So you have to do it this way too. Or just like have that compassion for other people to like, let them, let them fulfill their dreams too. And don't, don't, uh, like, don't be that guy at the bar. That's like, oh, that's stupid. Like, why are you doing that? You know what I mean? Just yeah. like, like be kind to other people, be nice. Um, the Ten Commandments. I haven't thought about this. This is a good question. <laughs> you don't have to do but, ten, uh, but 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 yeah, you know, just just things that are just inherently true to you that 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 right. means something to you. Yeah. And then, uh, I think another thing that should be said is like when you're doing something, like do it to the fullest. Like do it, give it your all. Like if you're if I'm if I'm going to do this whole podcast thing or if I'm going to be your intern, I'm going to give you everything I've got and I'm that's that's going to be that's going to be it. Like like if you have to ask me like I'm I'm going to be there for you and I'm going to do everything I can in my power to help you and like as far as this internship goes, I'm not even like concerned, like, like, yes, it's about me. It's my internship. And I want that to fulfill me in the end, but I'm also in it for you. Like, I, I want to see success with your podcast at the end of this. And I feel like, like, I just like, whenever I set my mind to something, I just, I want to do it to the, the best of my abilities. Like, what can you do today to make yourself a little bit better for tomorrow? And I think that's putting your forward always. So I think that's a, that's something very important that people need to hear but 
trying to think of other things. <laughs> no, those are good. Those are all really good things. Things that things that always need to be heard. And I think sometimes we know right. these things, but it's like when you're able to hear them again, it's like, oh yeah, that makes a lot of sense actually, you know? Right, right. Yeah. And I'm really, you know, I'm really thankful. I'm really thankful for anything that you do. And I'm really thankful that we get to work together over the next few months. And um, I told you, I was never, I'm never going to ask you to do anything that seems like, oh, he's just pawning this off. This is bitch work. Like, I'm never going to ask you to do that kind of stuff that I, that, that I, I, I wouldn't do myself, you know? Um, Yeah, exactly. And I'm never going to overload you because at the end of the day, like, this is my thing and I've, I've got to be the one, you know, I can't just, I can't just be lazy or think, oh, now that I've got somebody to help me out, now I don't have to work as hard or now I don't have to, like, if anything, right. it just, it, it, it's, it's adding to that, right? And now, right. it's great because now I feel even, now that it's just, now that it's more than myself, um, I feel even more motivated because it's like, now I'm asking this person to spend some time with me to do this. And like you said, you know, you want to see the success of this. And just like I want to see the success of you and your things. Exactly. And we share in that exactly. vision. So I think I think it's cool. I think we're aligned. I'm really, really thankful that um, that you're going to be working with me. And anything that you do for this show is just, it's stuff that I'm either doing or that's not being done video-wise. And... I think is going to really be helpful. And so thank you in advance. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for the opportunity. I, th- this is everything I could hope for. <laughs> Seriously. Awesome. Yeah. And then, um, like I said, the other thing is just, so we've, the, the people are getting a little preview, I guess, of, of what's to come soon. But one of the things that we sat down and talked about in one of our Monday meetings was, we're going to launch your podcast. We're going to get your thing going. And by the end of these next few months, hopefully it'll be in a place where you feel good doing it however many times during the month or during the week that you're going to put out episodes. And like, I'm going Absolutely. to help, I'm going to help you workshop that. We're going to, we're going to sit down every week and we're going to take time each week to work on your thing and foster your thing as well. And then, by the end of this, you're going to have a podcast, like you're going to be doing the thing. And um, we even- I love that. That's awesome. We, we, we've even set a launch date for a month out. Yeah. You know? So- A month out. Yeah, baby. <laughs> How you feeling? How you even feeling? Even closer. It's closer. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. I feel like there's nerves to it, obviously, but- I try to treat my, my nerves are more, it's excitement. It's not, it's not necessarily like, like anxiety or stress or anything like that. Like I, I like in every scenario in my life, I always treat it like that. Like I'm not, I'm not stressed out. I'm excited about doing this and I'm excited to see where it goes. And I feel like that's, that's the feeling I have on the inside. So good, good, good. I'm excited. Lead with that. Yeah. Never lose that. Never lose that. Absolutely. It's like a feeling of nervousness and anxiousness, but also a confidence in that that is kind of like, I think the nervousness and the anxiousness is what bubbles up first, but there should be an right. underlying confidence that says, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. I acknowledge these feelings, but at the end of the day, I know that this is actually 
something that feels aligned with who I am and what I want to be doing. So even though I'm exactly. I'm, I'm nervous and I'm anxious and I don't know how it's exactly going to work out, I know that if I just stay down with this path and stay committed to this, that eventually I'll figure it out. And you just, you do. I mean, you said it. You, right. you learn on the fly. You figure it out along the way. So Exactly. And I've got a lot of podcasting equipment that I can give to you too, stuff that I've bought <laughs> that I don't use anymore. So I, I do have some equipment that I'll be able to give to you. Well, that'd that, be awesome. Yeah. That would be awesome. <laughs> yeah. You'll have to you'll have to get your own microphone, but I do have at oh, least yeah. um, a box that you can use that'll plug into your computer that you can start that you'll need. Like, mi- like an audio mixer. Yeah. 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 So... There is some stuff, stuff that I've got that you can have, and uh, yeah. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, sure, man. Yeah, hell yeah. So, yeah, and then like I said, at the at the end of this, you know, I, I'm, I was always I've always been a captain, uh, and one of the things that I think is really really cool, and even when I worked with Southern Wine and Spirits selling alcohol, at some point I was our designated team trainer. So when people would start. They would come and spend time with me in the field, and then they would go on. And I always just got a really big kick out of looking at people's numbers after a while and being like, you know, I trained that person, and now, look, they're rep of the month, or they're doing this really cool thing. Right. And so I'm somebody and there's that, a pride to that. that like, that's, that's, a big, that's a big deal, I feel like. Absolutely, yeah. Because it's great to make it in life, but if you don't bring anybody with you, then... What's the point? Yeah, what's the point? What are you really doing? So, right. I'm excited to take this journey with you. Completely agree. Yeah, absolutely. I'm excited you're the one to take me through it. (laughs) (laughs) Great, awesome. Well, I'm looking forward to Columbus. The people. Me too. I I just talked about. I'm excited, dude. (laughs) Yeah, I I just talked about that on this last episode, and um, I think getting up there and being able to do that road trip, which, and I said this to you too, is like, we're going to, we're going to spend some time in the car. We're going to get to road trip. And I think that's a perfect way to start to get to know somebody too, is like to actually spend some windshield time with somebody. So I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And we've never been to Columbus, neither of us. So it'll be a totally new experience for both of us. Yeah, exactly. I'm excited. Me too, man. Yeah, me too. Connor Dewey, thank you so much for sitting down. We look forward Absolutely. to hearing your podcast once that launches, and we'll keep the people updated as sure. as that progresses. But uh, until then, welcome to the team, Godfather Media's very first intern ever. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> Good shit. All right, man. Thanks, I'll talk man. to you soon. Yeah, thank you for your time. All right. I hope you guys enjoyed that episode and that interview. I think it is just really special. I mean, I, I, I mean, I don't even know how to begin to describe the gratefulness that I'm feeling for getting this opportunity to work with this kid and help him out and to receive his help, you know, forever. I mean, for you know, since the inception of this show, it's been only myself doing stuff, and I hit on it in that interview, but. To have somebody who's also sharing in this vision and who's standing with me in the trenches is really powerful. I mean, since this interview, I've literally just been into a new level. I don't know. I've tapped into something that I I don't know where it's coming from, but uh, I'm really digging it. I'm really digging it. And I'm really digging my new intern, Connor Dewey. 
Go follow him. He is on Instagram at Connor.Dewey. And uh, make sure you're keeping an eye out for his podcast. It's going to be launching here in a couple weeks, and we're getting ready, and I'm excited. That's going to be awesome. So if you enjoyed this episode, please leave me a quick rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. Or if you don't listen to the show on Apple Podcasts, you listen to it on Spotify or SoundCloud or Google Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts, please drop a rating and a review on the Facebook page for the show at RealTalkWBennyT. And make sure you're following along there as well as Instagram at RealTalkWBennyT and my personal Instagram and my handle for TikTok and Twitter where you can watch all the rider videos and content from all of the different Uber rides and stories is at BennyTomp18. Everybody get ready because Uber Stories Columbus is going to be a fucking slap and I really cannot wait until that shit drops. Until then, everybody be good. I am Ben Tompkins. That's real talk.